This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. I want to talk about a phrase Francis used, or to use the phrase he used, as a launching point for an interesting bit of news that came across my desk. And that phrase is gestures of power. Francis will often say in speeches things he professes to condemn, but is himself an expert in engaging in. On December 2nd, Francis was in Cyprus, where he addressed a group of faithful and told them this rather unbelievable thing. According to Rome reports, quote, Let us nurture hope by the power of gestures, rather than by gestures of power. End quote. Those are the words of Francis, and they're pretty funny coming from him, or it appears to be funny until you recognize that Francis's actions towards the traditionally minded among the faithful have not been to nurture hope at all. Rather, through the power of his gestures, it is meant to force submission to his modernist will. But that's not the only gesture we're seeing now, as the priests of the FSSP and similar groups are being reported as being the target now of not only a strange media campaign of destruction by Catholic outlets, but also that they are reportedly going to be the target of apostolic visitations in the coming months that will almost certainly go as badly for them as they have gone for every religious group that leans towards tradition to any degree in the past 20 years. Very, very badly. In fact, so badly that when Mother Angelica's group of nuns was visited by Rome in an apostolic visitation, a formal apostolic visitation, many years ago, preceding the papacy, alleged papacy of Francis, they went from 40 nuns strong in their community to merely 12 in the face of the forced modernism they underwent. I reported on this move against the FSSP on Monday, but now we have some new news. The laity are being targeted next. That's entirely predictable, and along with it, I have an interesting bit of history news related to this whole mess that really puts things in a different light, so let's dive in. I've received anonymous reports from listeners that the priests at their parish are warning people that the Vatican is now literally sending people to the parish to sit amongst the faithful and warn them against going to the evil, evil traditional mass, evil only in the minds of the depraved modernists. It seems incredible, but I've received the reports of that from trustworthy listeners that I've been in communication with for some time long before this story ever happened, and sadly it seems believable in this age where the church revived its inquisitors and turned them away from the good works they had done historically and turned them instead towards supporting the evil of the modernists. Let me know if you've heard such things like that from either clergy or diocesan staff in your community or diocese. Certainly some will still want to take such a report with a grain of salt, and I don't really blame anyone for that, especially when we consider the logistics of sending such modernist inquisitors to local parishes to dissuade people from going to the same mass that our grandparents were spiritually nurtured in, but that has now become the great evil of our time by some mysterious trick of Francis's demonic god of surprises. But all the same, take it under advisement. As Cardinal Pietro Perlin said in June of this year, just before Jailers of Tradition was released, they want the mass ended forever. They want a clean break from the history of the church so they can remake it into their own twisted Bergolian image. And I'll have more on that at the end. They'll fail, of course, because that's really not how things work, but that is what they want. So be wary at your own parish. But as is often the case, we get some interesting news that is about as poorly timed for the Vatican for their attempts to smash tradition as is possible. The story comes from LifeSite News. Headline. As Cardinal, Pope Benedict reportedly called Marcel Lefebvre the most important bishop of the 20th century. 
For those who somehow may not be aware, Archbishop Lefebvre was the French prelate who founded the unfairly and uncharitably maligned Society of St. Pius X and was excommunicated against canon law for believing the church was in a state of emergency and consecrating four bishops without approval from Rome that was so steeped in modernism that the worship of idols took place in numerous Catholic parishes in and around Rome and they didn't even bat an eye, all of it more than 30 years before the Pacamama debacle. If you don't believe me, look up the Assisi mess. Now, you may be tempted to think that this statement was made before those consecrations that led not only to the illicit excommunication of Archbishop Lefebvre by Rome, but also to a divide that existed among traditionally-minded faithful that still persists to, the, to this day in the Church. If you believe that, you'd be wrong. According to the article, those words were written in then-Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger's writings in 2003. Of this, then-Cardinal Ratzinger said, quote, it is hard to see what the Church owes to Archbishop Lefebvre, not just for his African period, but also later for the Church as a whole. I consider him to be the most important bishop of the 20th century, with regard to the Universal Church. Had the French Episcopate at that time shown even a little more Christian charity and fraternity towards Archbishop Lefebvre, things might have taken a different course. From my current point of view, I have to agree with Archbishop Lefebvre in retrospect about having his own bishops. Today, after the experience of 15 years of Ecclesia Day, it is clear that such a work as that of the priestly fraternity of St. Pius X cannot simply be handed over to the diocesan bishops. End quote. He had the power as Pope to fix that, and he chose not to, and I don't know why. Imagine our situation today if the SSPX wasn't sitting in or near many dioceses so as to create opportunities for lay faithful who want the faith untwisted by modernism, which then, of course, forces bishops to at least allow the traditional liturgy, traditional sacraments, and yes, traditional teachings to happen, whether it's in diocesan parishes or with the FSSP or other groups that have a more normal relationship with Rome. And instead, imagine a situation where the bishops were the ones in charge of whether or not something identifiable as the Catholic faith was permitted in their dioceses. Things would be all the worse because, quite simply, there would be no traditional priestly fraternities. You might get a rare traditional mass that is a curiosity, but for the most part, the sacred traditions of the church would have been buried forever, regardless of what St. Pius V's binding and anathema-containing decree quo primum had to say on the matter. Of course, that was not God's will for the church, and thanks be to God for that. Later, in 2009, as Pope Benedict, Ratzinger would act to try to begin normalizing things with the SSPX, causing much consternation among those who had been with the SSPX for decades at that point. That was after some more in Pontificum, talks directly with Bishop Fillet of the SSPX, as well as the lifting of the excommunications that had been imposed in 1988. Even Francis later would give faculties in certain areas to the SSPX, including the ability to ordain their own priests without approval from Rome, as well as sacramental rites that Bishop Athanasius pointed out means they have had de facto full sacramental rites due to the fact that a priest cannot only have partial faculties in that in that area, except under extreme circumstances and only in for individual priests. Now, I'll expand on this a bit here because I know some will have questions. Bishop Athanasius said this of the SSPX at the time, quote, It's difficult to say that these priests are outside the church or are schismatic when they possess the ordinary faculties of confession given by the Pope himself. And then the Pope authorized the bishops of the parish priests to grant the priests of the SSPX the faculties to assist canonically at marriages, matrimonies. The German Kazakh bishop remarked, So we see there is a situation which is always closer to canonical normalization, and this is good. We have to be happy with the situation, that it can be resolved, and the SXPX can be present and operate inside the church for the benefit of the church, for the renewal of the church. 
the sake of preserving the tradition of the faith in the liturgy and the spiritual life, because basically, actually, the SSPX does no other thing than as the church believed, as the church worshipped, as the church lived, until the council all these centuries. The bishop concluded that we have to hope that they, the SSPX, will get the full recognition. I hope soon. It would be good. And then the SSPX will be a normal reality as other realities inside the church. It is necessary for our time in this crisis, in these times of darkness and confusion. According to the prelate, it is necessary that the church be enriched by such communities as the SSPX, priests and lay people who simply keep the faith of all ages, the mass of all ages, and this they will do, the priests and the faithful of the SSPX. End quote. Those are the words of Bishop Athanasius. It's not my opinion, which actually goes, my opinion goes further than what the good bishop here said, actually. That's the opinion of the bishop, who on behalf of the Vatican, he had formal faculties from the Vatican to personally observe the SSPX for two years, and then he wrote the report for Rome that led to improved relations between the two. Now, all that has been cast aside because Francis felt the need to destroy sacred tradition in the church, but that is an order of his that should be disregarded and resisted with full force of the faithful. But the subject of gestures came up elsewhere in the news. Francis has been on a trip to Greece and Cyprus in the past few days, and Francis received a gesture of a different kind. An Orthodox priest had some harsh words for Francis, yelling, Pope, you are a heretic. Now, some were confused about whether he was calling him a heretic because of divisions between Orthodox and Catholics that go back five centuries to a schism forced upon the church after the previous schism between East and West had been resolved. A lot of people don't know that or if it was because of the many heretical things Francis says and does. The simple answer is it was directed at Francis himself because of the things he says and does, not because of divisions between East and West. John Paul II and Benedict XVI met numerous times with Orthodox faithful and clerics, and this just didn't happen to them. The issue here is, of course, Francis, the one calling for gestures of hope, while inflicting gestures of raw modernist power on the clergy and the laity in the name of group hugs, kumbaya, and unity especially unity with Caesar and the Leviathan. Of course, the greatest minds in the church have told us that we have no duty to be in unity with heresy. As St. Francis de Sales says in his work, The Catholic Controversy, a book so important that when it was published, it converted 70,000 Protestants back to the church. He says a pope who is a formal heretic is not to be obeyed. Quote, the pope, when he is explicitly a heretic, he falls ipso facto from his dignity and out of the church, and the church must either deprive him or, as some say, declare him deprived of his apostolic see, end quote. And the, when he says some say, that includes uh, St. Robert Bellarmine, who has an entire work on that. And I may interview a uh, Catholic luminary on this in the new year for, on that topic, on whether the Pope can be the Antichrist, and whether the Pope is uh, what uh, St. Robert Bellarmine says on that, and how binding it is. Let me know if you'd like that in the comments. And if I do that interview, it'll be on camera. So, there you go. But how that whole process would work, the you know deposing of a pope, is anyone's guess, especially since the body of bishops at our time are either semi-modernists themselves or fully embracing of modernism, with some very few exceptions. Modernism is a formally defined heresy. And that begs the question, what gestures of hope will you show to Francis when the time comes for him to shepherd you into his false universal church of man, the ape of the church of prophecy? Because that's what he's building, a false edifice that the world will see as the Catholic church, but in reality, will not be the mystical body of Christ at all, but will rather be the instrument for shepherding people into the mystical body of Antichrist. Will you submit? Will you continue to listen to charlatans who tell you how bad and evil the only groups resisting modernism are? Let me know in the comments, please, what you think of this, and keep it civil. And please, 
pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.